hello, hello, everyone. <laughs> it's another episode of It's Tempting Pod with Casey. And Erin, guys, a little, again, disclaimer. I thought I had the mic situation figured out. It's probably a little echoey still. Um, but moving forward, I'm, I have to get a whole new mic. Like, that's what the... That's what the consensus is. So we might, we'll have this episode and I think one more episode of the old mic that Erin has, and then she's going to get it handled in this next week or so. So just bear with us. Nova is away. We love her. She's gone. Um, So today we're going to be talking about, we're going to be recapping season four, episode two. Yes. a few little things really quick. We say it every time, but if you guys can go follow our Instagram at it's tempting pod, the link in bio is our website. So you can go on there. Um, if you want to donate, please donate. Um, if you can't donate, no worries at all. Just go ahead and follow like go to all of our different, um, platforms, Spotify, Apple podcasts, leave us five stars, whatever you can do. If you need to get a hold of us, it's temptingpod at gmail.com. And I think that kind of sums it all up. Yes. I, feel, I was just going to say, like, let's just dive into it because I know. Let's dive even though, in. Even though people say that they enjoy our longer podcasts, we are going to try to keep it around an hour or a little under an hour. Yeah. So we're just going to start, like, freaking pinball here we go we're going so episode so season four episode two i keep saying season four episode two because eventually we're going to be recapping other seasons so yes that's why i keep saying that so season four episode two it ends like they're getting separated everybody's upset and i my first note is i just love mark (laughs) Because they're all like, all the girls are like crying and upset. And he's like, okay, it's never going to get easier. Like, that's he's a like, direct quote. He's like, bitches, literally, like, he bitches. But like, he's like, you guys, like, let's go. Like, come on. He's like, wrap it the I got a show yeah. to run. Yeah. It's like, I got a show to run. Like, I'm trying to take my break, my dinner break. <laughs> God damn. Truly, though, truly, though, like, he's literally like, all right, y'all, you can cry by yourselves in the villa, but like, let's go. He's like, I am trying to get my mic off. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I will yeah. say, though, I feel like this dinner, like, why do I feel like the guys this season are already a lot more sensitive than the guys in the past? Like, even though yeah. Luke doesn't cry, he still looks like, honestly, he looks scared shitless. Like, I feel like, yeah. I, I mean, and then, like, there's Edgar. He's crying. Hanya's crying. Like, I just feel like everyone this season <laughs> everyone's is crying. I'm not I saying also- it's a bad thing. Listen, hey, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just feel like everyone is already, like, so emotional. And it's like, I'm not used to seeing that. I This is my other- take on it. This is my take. I think okay. they've watched other seasons, so they know that they probably, whenever they see that other person again, their significant other shit's gonna have shit is hit fan. <laughs> okay, like, it's, it's just like that face of it's that face of regret. Like, what, like, what have we done? Because when I, on my season, when I got separated, it's so funny. I was like, peace out. Like, I was like so chill. I like gave him a kiss and was like skipping on my way. I get the whole bed to myself. I'm butterflying tonight. That. <laughs> That dinner for me was like nail in the coffin. What the fuck did I do? Hysterically crying. Like, honestly, like that's when I feel like I knew it was at the dinner, but then it was at that 10 minutes where you're able to talk for the last This is your last, this is your last 10 minutes before you guys start this adventure. Yeah, the the tension is high. 
that was it for me. Like that's when I started sobbing uncontrollably. Freaking out. And then just never stopped. (laughs) (laughs) And then also um, the one thing that I wrote like LOL for, I thought it was so funny how Jillian is like sitting on the couch like sobbing and she's like, I just need someone to cuddle. And then all the single boys enter and she's like, wow, I was not expecting all this. Like she did like a 180. Like (laughs) she went from like so upset to like, okay, like let's party. I honestly, I, I, I would be the same. See, I have it written on the same thing. I, I wrote that, and I did not mean this in a bad way. Again, I said it on our first episode <laughs> that I felt like I related to Jillian in a sense because, like, you could tell yeah. she wants to figure her shit out. She's obviously, like, a lot younger going into this experience, but, like, I feel like she went in super confident and then, yeah. just like myself, had this, like, smacked-in-the-face realization where you're just crying and you're like, oh, my God, like, did I make the right choice? And I saw that with her because she was crying. But it's just really funny because the second the guys open the door, they all are like – I think with this season, and it's not a bad thing, they love the fucking attention, which is amazing. Good for them. They They love the attention. I know with my season, Us Girls, we were a lot more standoffish. Like, it took a while for, honestly, all of us to kind of open up and, like, enjoy the guy's company. <laughs> Whereas, right off the bat, they're like, we're yeah. getting attention. We love it. I'm like, God bless. Good for you guys. It's true. My, se- my season was like that, too. Like, that's why I think all the guys, like, wanted to spend time with me because my personality, I'm so, like, bubbly and outgoing. And I was just like, oh, like, I'm not going to cheat. Like, I'll just, like, be friends with everyone. But the rest of the girls were very standoffish. So it's very interesting to see this mm-hmm. season because, like, exactly what you said, they're all loving the attention. And honestly, yes. I'm here for it. Like, soak it up. Like, I wish I could go back in time and soak up, like, the attention of 12 dudes on an island. Like, what? No, a thousand <laughs> percent, Sam. I feel like very similar. Like, on my season, I was very good friends with a lot of the guys. Like, I was kind of, like, the one who was always around them. But it was a very platonic relationship I had across the board so I think that was like there was a comfortability level where it's like I was a lot of fun with them I was always hanging out with them it was I wasn't standoffish in that sense I was always partying with them and I felt like I always tried to have a very good attitude it was more like when people tried getting emotionally close to me that's when my guard was up like especially like Like, I kind of got like freaked out when people tried crossing that line because I have always been kind of just like outgoing and like well no I was gonna say friendly with everyone to be honest like I've always kind of been that person who's like friends with everyone girls guys whatever but yeah when it comes to that emotional point that's when that's when you get closed off that's what I meant exactly exactly um okay so after after the girl the single guys come in then we go over to the beach villa which I wanted to ask oh wait you you stayed at Andaz, so I can't even ask you this question. So one thing on my season, and I'm curious how it worked on this season. So it was so annoying because the way the beach villa is set up that they currently are, they film every year in, which I think that place has got to be haunted. It has bad juju. Bad juju. That's gone gone down in that beach villa. They need a fucking cleanse. That's what one of their dates should be. They need to stage that shit. Like everybody grab a stage. We need to like get the demons out of this They should. They should have a stage. Anyone listening, you should suggest a stage party for next season. Right? Like this, there's dark energy in here. Okay. But this is one thing that I, 
about the beach villa and my villa that really fucking sucked. The beach villa, the girls, the single girls stayed in the same house as this, as the couple guys. Like it, they were wow. all in the beach villa, but yeah. at the mountain villa, the way it was set up, the couple girls all stayed in the main house and then up on a hill, like kind of far away was a guest house. And that's where all the single guys stayed. So we weren't okay. actually like in the same house. We were on the same property and like gotcha. they were close, but they were in a guest house. So I'm curious for this season on season three, because the mountain yeah. villa for the girls is different than my season. I'm wondering if they're all staying in the house because that's not fair. Like that makes like the couple guys build connections way quicker when the girls are like literally sleeping in their house. And then the couple girls don't get that same thing. Like that's fucked up. Yeah. We didn't just, have that at all. We literally like, they did not stay with us. It was, um, like they you guys were and us. Yeah. Yeah. It was like so different. I don't know. That's a good question though. It's just like a different I know. world. I feel like my season was just a whole different Vibe. world than all the other seasons. Yeah. But like I – all right. This is – so I have this in my notes and like honestly, <laughs> let me know what your thoughts on this are. But – By the way, really quick, I'm sorry if I keep sneezing. You guys, I have really bad seasonal allergies right now. So that's what's happening. God bless. God bless. Thank um, you. So we're at the boys' villa, right? Right now? Yeah. And my first note is I don't get the Luke appeal. He's like surrounded by all these hot women and I don't fucking get it. They (laughs) all literally are like, Luke's the hottest one here. I'm thinking everyone's kind of on the same playing field. Like I feel like I'm honestly like I am – I feel like the girls are fucking beautiful. I think the guys are attractive, but I don't – I don't know. I I think they're all equally – attractive if that makes sense yeah no it makes sense yeah no Um, it makes sense and I don't I don't get why Luke has like six hot chicks around him right now like it should that should not be the case (laughs) okay I think everyone's just fighting survival of the fittest everyone's fucking fighting 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 for for their lives in there (laughs) literally like who can we fucking pick who 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 who? we need airtime I need to get that date they're like who looks the saddest at this point in time all right like luke's the one for right now all right Right. i have to say this though i have i have (laughs) you can tell so now it's hanya is outside he's Uh going through it he's talking to the therapist i forget her name um i think it's karina karina okay yeah i think that's what it is talking to her I will say I know that when drinks are involved, like, you get tired or you get a little, like, like checked out. I don't really know, but I have in my notes that it just looks like she is so fucking over the conversation. Like, he's, like, well, felt- yeah. he's, like, talking about, like, this open relationship and you can just – her face, she's like – yeah yeah i uh, my note what does she say about it like there's like nothing there's no fucking emotion she's a therapist and she probably sees through all of his fucking bullshit what i wrote is the open relationship shit is driving me insane especially because ash has made it very clear like she's not down so and he keeps bringing it up too like he's owning it he he says in that conversation when he's on the grass with them that like she's not on board like, this is um, my thing. It, it's like, if you say that you are going to be in an open relationship, but then you're constantly telling everyone, well, we have this line of respect we can't cross. What the, what is that line of respect? Because I'm confused. If you're in an open relationship, I thought that you can literally yeah, hook up with other people. So then it's like, 
I think like I that left me confused when he was like saying our rules are we don't have rules, but just like don't disrespect me. How I don't I don't get that. And like I'm not trying to sound ignorant. I genuinely just do not understand that concept. Well, I think the thing is is that they're not in an open relationship. He wants to be, but they're not in Uh, one yet. So that's the thing. Is there's like a lot of there's a lot of gray area. Um so Yeah. So then another thing I put down, Alexa Mm -hmm. is gorgeous. She's the one that is trying. She keeps trying to get LaSalle's, by the way, LaSalle's is how you say it. I rewatched and I checked. LaSalle's is how, um, so she keeps trying to get LaSalle's by himself. And then the girls keep coming in and she's trying to like stay cool about it in her confessional. Like, fuck, like I just want to get him by, by myself. I think I love the persistence. I love that she's like going out of her way, but, but, I really do like that she's still like respectful of the other girls and she's not like being a mean girl about it because there's lots of people in the past that like definitely got like mean girl and are like everyone else wants to talk to him and then like they get all like bratty. She's still like super cute and respectful and like fun but she's like being funny about the fact that she's like god damn like I just wish I could get him by myself. So I I liked that. I thought it was cute. I like her persistence. I like her. She's a vibe. Well, and you know what? I feel like when going on a show like this, it's very hard to find people who are persistent because unfortunately, a lot of the time it's let me find the most vulnerable person that I can kind of like latch onto. And sometimes the intentions aren't there or they aren't pure. Yeah. I feel like with Alexa, you can tell that she literally was like, I am interested in this guy. And like, even though I have like three other contenders, she knows what of, she wants exactly. and it's not a yeah she wants it's, him or no one exactly and so it, in my eyes it looks like it's not about the airtime it's more about she I wants to build a connection with him looking, yeah, yeah I can see myself liking this guy I think that he's my type he has a good personality like whatever the reason may be like you can tell that her intentions I mean we're only on episode two but again they seem very pure whereas sometimes it's hard to not like get caught up in the moment and kind of just like like latch on to someone who seems like the easiest I hate to say easiest target but like you know what I mean no but that's a real thing it's valid we said if we were going to do this podcast we're going to keep it real and that's a real situation yep yep um, okay, so I this next part, I'm gonna kind of let you take the reins a little bit, but I have a few thoughts before I let you take the reins. Okay. Um, what are we talking about? We're talking about Mike and Ashley. Okay, <laughs> so, I have that. Yeah, no, I have that next. Okay, yeah. Okay, so I'll say my thoughts and then you're gonna take over on this but, topic. <laughs> so yes. these are my thoughts about him so far. And we'll get into the whole pickup line and their actual date later. But for right now, on this part of the episode, this is where I'm at. Okay. I think Mike is either A, extremely genuine and just very nervous and it's not coming out really well, or Mm -hmm. B, he is 100% playing games and a complete and total fuckboy. It's either one or the other. And I think it's really sad that Ashley has been in a seven-year relationship and has never been asked questions like the questions he's asking her. Like I think they're sitting on the lawn and he asks like, what does love mean to you? And it's like, okay, like you've been in a relationship for seven years and like you've never talked about like stuff like this. Like that's really sad. Like I'm not trying to laugh. I'm just like kind of shocked. And then I think um, 
when Mike in his interview, he says um, Ashley isn't being fully appreciated and that's why she's like drawn to him right now. I yeah. think he's like spot on. I think she's getting attention. She's he's showing that like he appreciates her. I did think it was kind of a green flag that like everyone else was like partying and drinking and they're like mm-hmm. sitting by themselves like on the lawn like actually yeah. talking and getting to know each other. So that was a mm-hmm. green flag. But those are my thoughts on that and now I'm going to let you take over. <laughs> no, I mean honestly like from that from what I saw of them talking on the blanket like I completely agree like it seems very genuine um my big thing is I feel like whenever you're starting off in a relationship there's always like that honeymoon phase where you do have those conversations that are like what are you looking for what's love to you like x y and z I think that the conversation probably was had before but because it's been so long maybe their problem is more or their issue right now is that they've lost their spark I don't know I'm talking yeah. about Ashley and um LaSalle's LaSalle's yeah yeah LaSalle's um, I, yeah yeah I don't know I'm just saying like maybe it's like because they've been together for for so long maybe like they forgot about those times um yeah but as far as like Michael goes like I do think as of right now like he does seem um very genuine I I could see why they would have a connection right now because of like again the questions that he's asking but I have a note a note that I forgot to say and it piggybacks off of what you just said I said I do love how Mike and Ashley just talked all night because Mm -hmm. putting myself like back on the island season one like that's what I would have loved my first night there because it's like the whole thing is like so like nerve wracking and like I didn't want to just be like taking shots at these like random guys and like getting crazy night one. So I think yeah. that's kind of cool that he like picked up on that. Um, and then I also wanted to say that they talked about like instant connections and I wanted to ask you, do, do you believe in instant connections? Do you think that's a thing? I Yeah, a thousand percent. I a thousand, a thousand percent believe in it too. Did yeah. I have one on my season? No. But do I believe I, in it? Yes. I, I did have one, but we'll get into that another time. But yeah, I 100% believe in instant connections too. So that, that's interesting that they're already saying that. Okay. So yeah. then we'll get more into their date later. But um, the next thing I have – oh, yeah. So we're going back to the – girl. Um, not back to the girl's house. We're already at the girl's house. Jillian is sitting on the couch. She's talking with Tommy. And she she says Edgar got her a promise ring after he cheated on her. And Tommy's face is just like, what the fuck? Oh, this, <laughs> like this this promise ring is gonna cause this a lot of problems. Promise <laughs> ring is like <laughs> you need memes for this like, promise ring. Because life what or death. the hell? Life or death. I feel like this is literally like <laughs> I don't know. It's I can't tell if it's foreshadowing something that we're about to see or whatever. This promise ring is like literally. I cannot with the Ooh. promise thing. Like I had a promise you know ring when what? I was like Casey, 17 Casey. in high school for my first Casey. love. <laughs> Casey, this promise ring reminds me of me with the soccer ball. <laughs> it's just constantly, it's constantly being brought up. <laughs> it's a theme. It's its own character on TI. Oh, I hate. Okay. By the way, I'm going to make my disclaimer that I forgot to disclaim at the beginning of this. Again, you guys, we love you all. It's nothing personal. We're just shits and giggles. You guys, we're we're having a good time. Love you all. Nothing personal. Um, But yeah, the promise ring, we needs to be like mentioned in the credits. (laughs) (laughs) And then freaking, I'm so dead. Um, 
what was I going okay. to say? I I don't know what you what were you gonna say because I have like right after that that she doesn't know if she wants to continue to wear it. Um, yeah, which I do think would be like that's a big statement. I could kind of see this happening. This is like let's I'm gonna make a prediction real quick. Like I could see her wearing the promise ring, and then when shit goes down, we're gonna see in like episodes like latter episodes. She's like, and she's not wearing it. I'm telling you, this is a fucking statement piece. They probably, when they casted her, they were like, listen, you got to bring that, that promise ring. (laughs) We have to wear it. Both of you need to be wearing your promise rings. Yeah. That is cute. That is cute though, that they have. No, it's super cute. But again, it just, it really like hits home again, how young they are. Cause like I was saying earlier, like I had a promise ring when I was like 17 years old with like my first love, you know, like high school sweethearts, college sweethearts, whatever you want to call it. So it just, it it reminds you how young they are because that's such a thing that you do when you're really young, you know? You know what though? Corey got me a promise ring after one of our fights too. I, why do I feel like that's I think a pattern? It's a curse. I, think I feel like it's a curse. I feel like it's a pattern. Like, yikes, I messed up. So I'm going to then give you this ring to yeah. like hopefully manipulate you into thinking what I did wasn't bad. And yeah. I mean, I am not saying that's the case with Edgar and Jillian at all. I'm really not. But I'm just saying it does seem like a a pattern where it's like, what? when are you getting this promise ring? Like when I got mine, I know it was after Some bad, not, something bad. Yeah, not the best situations. But who knows? Once, Again. We'll, we're about to find out. I'm saying we're on the Jillian and Edgar topic. Um I forget who he's talking to. I think it might be with Trace. It was. Yep, I have it. He's saying um, Edgar knows that she, I. this is my note. I wrote Edgar knowing that Jillian wouldn't marry him is really sad. That's already the answer he needs. You should be sure about the person you're going to spend your life with. Like if you have doubts in your mind, if the person that you're dating wants to be with you forever – yeah. They don't want to be with you forever. And I think Trace, mm-hmm. you could really tell in that moment because he was being very vulnerable with her, talking about something very serious. You could yeah. really tell in that moment she's a very genuine person with a good heart. Like she's yeah. there for the right reasons and it yeah. just it re- it resonated with me. I was like, okay, like she's she's a good she's a good person and she's really no. being there for him right now. I completely agree with that. I just something that bothered me about that conversation was he left out that he cheated on her. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into that later because I feel like I I talk about that in episode three. You're you just hit the nail on the head because he keeps leaving out that he is the one that cheated first. Like, that's the thing. It's like I under like I love a vulnerable king. Like, I love that. Open up, show emotion. That's fine. But when you leave it out, such a fucking (laughs) crucial part of the story. Like, they like, like, I'm more just like. Maybe, honestly, I think this, like, strikes home with the whole, like, I want other people to think my girlfriend is a horrible person because I want yeah. to be a victim. Maybe that still is, like, giving me a little PTSD from yeah. experience. But you can't leave out the most yeah. crucial part of why your relationship is teetering. And I feel like right now, at least, he did. He literally did. Yeah. Thousand percent. You're Sorry, not I just, wrong. Wow, I just I, I just saw flashbacks. I got hot, got a little hot for a second. <laughs> no, I I literally I touch on that when we do our episode three recap in my notes because it's a, it's okay. a recurring theme. Him not bringing that shit up. 
Um, okay, so then I think so we're back at the girlsville. Oh my gosh, wait, what mm-hmm. is my phone doing? Sorry. Um, sorry guys, I'm not gonna take the time to edit that out. I'm just gonna <laughs> let you all know. <laughs> so we both are like on our phone, like, <laughs> like um, yeah, I'm not gonna be doing that. So so we're back at the girls' house. Yeah. Jillian is sitting on the couch. Who is mm-hmm. she talking to? Is she talking to George? She's talking to someone, one of the guys. I forget who, okay. but yeah, basically, I yeah, I don't, I didn't write it down, but ba- it's not anyone that she was dating. Um, yeah. I want to say it was George because he's the one that's um, into Iris, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. So anyways, Jillian's sitting on the couch. She's talking to someone and she basically says that she doesn't really respect men. And then he asks, um, like, does that mean like you don't respect your man? And she was like, no, like that's not what that means. Mm-hmm. And then it brings up like she was like, oh, like if I saw him having sex with someone, then I would probably disrespect him. And then the guy that she's talking to, I'm pretty sure is George. He brings up like, so you're not afraid of like your man forming an emotional connection. And she was kind of like, no, like at first, like she wasn't. And I was like really shocked because I was like, damn, like that kind of shows how young she is. Because in my experience, like, I mean, I've been around the block a few times, like I've lived some life. Like guys can have sex with people and feel nothing for them. But guys will, guys typically, they will have an emotional connection with a girl that they've never had sex with. And that girl will haunt them and be on their minds for the rest of their fucking life never never forget that okay like guys when they form an emotional connection with a woman and they've never been physical that shit is so strong and like unbreakable never ever forget that and don't let a man tell you otherwise otherwise period for sure right so i thought that was like damn like that definitely showed how young she is for a moment well yeah and he even, as a man, he was like, you could tell in his face, he was like, you're not afraid of your man forming an emotional connection? Because he knows, like, men forming emotional connection is a big fucking deal. Way yeah. more than having sex. And that's why I think it, like, clicked. And then she went into, I think, the room with Iris, or she was in the room. Because she was worried. And then she started crying again because I think- it hit her. It hit her, yeah. Like, she was like, wait, I never really thought about, like, that aspect yeah. of it. I just thought yeah. the physical part would be what I had to worry about, which I, I honestly feel like everyone going into the experience is more like, what are the rules? The rules are if you do anything physical, we're done. But no one thinks deeper into the emotional aspect. That's something yeah. I learned the hard way too. You should be way more worried about emotional connections because that's how you're going to lose your man and that's how you're going to lose your girl. The second she's crying with another dude and like he's comforting her and they're bonding, game mm-hmm. over. Game especially, over. yes, especially if your significant other is someone who struggles with like emotional. emotional. Exactly, yeah. exactly. All right, so I feel like now we're literally up to date selection. We are. Our notes are, look at, we're always on the same <laughs> thing, naturally. So yeah, so I wrote, um, I wrote, here, let me get my, I wrote, picking dates in front of your significant other is fucking crazy. Like, I will never forget how awkward that was, especially because mm-hmm. like, my guy at the time is like talking shit about the guys that I'm picking and they're just watching you like a hawk. 
all the single girls are watching you all like it is so awkward so the fact that they still do this I give props to everyone involved the singles on both sides the couples on both sides because unless you've experienced that it's so awkward for everyone involved yes and this is like the only date selection where the dates don't where they do it yeah like that they're getting chosen so I do think it's probably so nerve wracking for the singles as well because you're standing up there yeah. and it's like only after like two nights where you like are literally you're like, like lined dead. up. You're lined up like inventory. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> like mm, I'm gonna go with you. Like what? Yeah, no, it's oh the whole thing is horrific. And then when so Jillian goes first and she picks Tommy Edgar saying it's fine in his interview. He's like, it's fine, it's fine. I also said he's like, I'm not gonna like speak poorly about like another man that I don't know, but then like at the same time calls Tommy stupid. <laughs> like he looks stupid. I was like, I'm dead. I was like, okay. But yeah, it's definitely not fine, Edgar. Like Tommy's a snack. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> say, if it was anyone else, I'd be saying it's fine, but like Tommy. Honestly, it's not you could ruin my life. Like, what's up? <laughs> I can't. He just seems so genuine, and I hate to say it. Him and Jillian, like, they look cute. They look good together. Yeah, they, they look good cute. together. They look good together. So, uh, you know, is it fine? Uh, we'll find out. We'll, <laughs> we'll find, find out, out shortly. <laughs> and um, then Edgar. He picks Marissa. Mm-hmm. who I think she she is absolutely stunning and I think yeah I'm here for it that's what I wrote I wrote Marissa stunning I'm here for it yeah and they had like a good conversation didn't they was yeah. that the one yeah, where they, they did. had like a pretty like good conversation like I think we kind of saw that one coming um yeah and yeah I'm here for it too I think that she like she seems cool and she seems like know. a good person yeah um so then Iris what do you so I actually didn't have a note about – oh, yeah, I do have a note about Iris. I wrote, look – I wrote, Luke should be sweating. George seems like a really good guy who wouldn't be texting other girls every few months. Dude, I literally wrote, yeah, Iris I'm never going to let that shit go. <laughs> honestly, though, George does seem like a good guy, and honestly, yeah. he's very attractive. So, yeah, I mean, I'm getting major green flags from George. I am too. I am too. Um, and then what? Luke picks Juicy. Yeah. So that we saw that coming. We knew that would yeah. happen. I yeah. hated how on the way back he looks at Iris. He's like, I still love you too. And then I, I wrote again, like, I can't stand him. I just think he's just like randomly disrespectful. And I don't even think he's aware of it, to be honest. This is my thing. I, like, n- there's nothing serious about him unless someone else brings up something serious. Like, the only yeah. time he's serious is, which we're not even there yet, but like the bonfire because Mark's saying stuff. And then same thing. Like the only time he's serious is in that in the pool with Juicy. Obviously, people are drinking and stuff, but there's nothing serious about him. Since the beginning, I feel like he has made these little quirky, corny jokes or that like, are you, I can't tell like if you're taking this experience seriously or if that's kind of like a front that you put on to hide your emotions but like that's not gonna get you anywhere because honestly it's kind of like it's a little bit of a turnoff like watching I went it's a a lot of a turnoff it's not good I literally went from saying how he was seemed obsessed with Iris and a really good guy to now honestly questioning I I don't want to say he's not a good guy but it's just 
You're you're coming to the dark side, aren't you? I <laughs> you might are. be. I might be. I, I don't know, and man. It, he. It's only going to get worse because we're recapping episode three after this, and it gets worse in there. And it's just like this is your last time seeing your significant other for for yeah. like a month. You, this is literally the last time. So I understand you were trying to be playful. You were trying to be funny, but to like literally look at your girlfriend who is I the still last love time you and too. be like, "Don't worry, I still love you too." He doesn't I get remember, so like, literally, that is the last time you get to kind of say or, like, make eye contact, anything, wave yeah. to your significant other for a while. And I'm just questioning now how serious he's going to take the experience, like, moving forward, because it doesn't seem like he is taking it seriously right now. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then we have... Um, Ashley picks Mike Mm -hmm. and he seemed pretty surprised and shocked and like, yeah. And then one thing I didn't like about LaSalle's and I do like him a lot, but this bothered me. I think it triggered me because I'm a picky eater. I didn't like that. He brought up that she's a picky eater. Like that's a problem. Like, I'm like, why is that an issue? Like it just annoyed the shit out of me because I like, (laughs) for any of my picky eaters out there it's like a real thing like I legit like get anxiety like going to people's houses for like lunch or dinner like going to restaurants and not knowing what's on the menu it's like a constant thing in my life so I don't know I just thought that was annoying he's like yeah like get ready like she's a picky eater like why is that relevant like so so this guy shouldn't want to date her because she's a picky eater like what that just annoys me no that's interesting I mean I never I never looked at it that way, but I also am not a picky eater. So like, I don't understand the other. Oh, I, I would do anything. Like if there was like a magician that could just be like wave a wand and be like, you're not a picky eater anymore. I would do it in a heartbeat. Like I hate being a picky eater. It's like a constant anxiety in my life. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I'm sorry. But also. (laughs) It's fine. But I just noticed that shit. (laughs) He said another thing though, that was like. Like she gets yeah. turned off easily by people who are like too forward. overly aggressive. And I'm very curious. I know we're gonna talk about it later. Like what's gonna happen on their date because yeah, you're I mean, gonna. You're, I'm someone who gets you're the taking the reins on that. <laughs> I for sure. I for sure will. Oh <laughs> All right. god. So um, now we have you go. I wrote, um, LaSalle's picked Trace, right? And I put, yep. Ashley reminds me of me a little bit because she was like hyping up, um, Trace. She was like, she's a baddie. Mm-hmm. And like, I was just like, damn, like, that's so nice to see like another woman just like, she was like very confident in herself in that moment. She's yeah. encouraging Trace. I actually really liked that a lot. And I literally said like, it reminded me of me. Cause that's some, that's something that I would do. Like, I remember, when yeah. Evan picked Brit, I was like, she's like really pretty, like yoga girl. Like it was just very, it was nice to see. I was like, that's a confident woman right there. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. When Corey picked Nicole, I literally said, oh, she's cute. I approve. Or I said something like that. I don't hate her. Like she's cute. I don't hate her. I don't know. Something corny like that. I love but, that. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I think After- that, I, I do think Ashley is very confident. I love that for her. Yeah. Um, and then right after that, right on the same type of note, I wrote Ash is super nice and confident about Hanya's choice as well. The fact she knows he lives, um, an out of sight, out of mind mindset is really sad. No one deserves that. You should be on your partner's mind all the time. And I, uh, before like we get into that, I don't mean like 
like you should be on like their mind all the time, like obsessed, like why they're working and like doing shit. Like that's not what mm-hmm. I mean. But like you, when you're in a partnership, like with your life partner, like your emotions and like you, everything about you should be on your partner's mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, you, you should never be like out of sight, out of mind. Like if he's like out with other girls, like he should be like, oh, like I miss my woman. Like I want to go home. You know yeah, what I mean? I, yeah, right. I mean, I completely agree, but he also introduces her as a friend, which is I know. Well, I will so never sad. that's one of those things like with the Luke texting other girls that like you won't let go. Like I will never let go that No, the friend yeah, no that, that is just I tragic. have a lot of notes about that in episode three. Yeah, so that whole thing is just sad. Like it just makes me really sad. Um but I she wrote during Taylor. Which we saw coming, I feel like. Yeah. I wrote um, during date selection, I really thought it was cool how nice and respectful everyone was being towards each other. It seems like everyone, yeah, like everyone's being like really encouraging. It's just nice. It's refreshing to see because like we talked about in one of our episodes already, like my past seasons weren't always like that. I mean, yeah, I think it's important to always like have respect for people each other whether or not you're going through an experience like this or just in real life like women empowering other women same thing goes with men like we don't have to hate each other like we all know why we're going on this show let's have a level of respect and I do think this season thus far has shown that like date selection everyone seemed like super cool and yeah so everyone has first date butterflies and they're going back to their houses. I freaking love first date mm-hmm. butterflies. Like that shit is the best when you're like excited about someone new and yes. you're like, they're like the good butterflies, you know, like not anxiety butterflies. Like so that's right. so cute. At right. the girl's house, George mm-hmm. is such a good guy. He's like cooking dinner. He's talking to Iris yeah. like about real shit. Like I freaking am such a fan of him. I could go on yeah. forever. I literally wrote that with like a million exclamation points. Like he a, is just the best. He's a great guy. He's also very attractive. So that's a plus. Yes. <laughs> I love, I love how they like production. It's they always have like the girl's house and the guy ha- guy's house so differently. The girl's house, they're like making a nice dinner. They're sitting down, they're talking, and then it like pans yeah. over to the beach villa and they're having a full-blown whipped cream party, like literally Ignite. like licking it off of each other's bodies. I was like, the the difference between these two houses, yeah. I cannot. It's they know what they're doing to production. They love that shit. They want us to seem like we're like the little uh, right goody two shoes. Yes. Okay, but the whipped cream. Yes. The whipped cream. I'm sorry. It's so gross to me. Like I could have like someone put whipped cream on me and lick it off of me. I could never lick that off someone's hairy body. I would gag. Absolutely not. I would be like hard pass. Like that. I was like, I couldn't do it. I could First not of all, do it. If if you're hairy, I'm not even looking your way. <laughs> right. We like those smooth boys. Like if you have, a, if you're, ha- uh, that sounded so mean. But like truly, like I can't with. <laughs> The hair, yeah, you. like it's getting sticky all the up in there. The whipped cream I mean, and the chocolate sauce and the multiple people licking it off. I'm literally, I was horrified. I'm sorry. I just, my germ, germaphobeness couldn't. But I could lay there and you could put the whipped cream and chocolate on me and just go to town. But I ain't, I ain't going vice versa. Yeah. 
But I, okay. I feel like <laughs> I feel like right off the bat, they're already getting crazier than like what has happened in the past. Like they're already all in the shower together. Like <laughs> I, I feel like I was shower? seeing what. I'm sorry. In the shower, I put um, Lascelles was wearing goggles. <laughs> Oh, I was sad. The goggles and then Hanya in the Speedo. I'm like, whoa, what is going on? I can't. Okay, but what? sorry, I interrupted you. Go back to what you were saying. In in the past, on your season, what were you? How I crazy was just going to say, I, I feel like it wasn't until like the second or third bonfire that we started seeing like more like physical or like, like sexual type bonfires, whereas like Right off the bat, they're in a fucking shower together. All of them, though. All of them. It's like y'all are all guilty. You guys are all fucking guilty. Like, it's not even just one person. I guess, I guess that would make it a little better if I saw like everyone together in there. But like, you guys are crazy. Love that. In, a, in in like a confessional during that party, I think it was Hanya and Luke. They're like covered head to toe with cream and chocolate, and they say this isn't even a date though, bro. This is like a party night too, and here we are licking chocolate off of each other. Literally, they're like like it was like literally sticky. Shit has escalated within forty eight hours. <laughs> Truly, that I mean, that's exactly what the fuck happens, though. It's like one second oh. you're crying, and then it's like, let me lick some shit off of your body to make you forget right, about it. <laughs> right? Balls to the wall, no pun intended. Um, I have in my notes. Let me see if you have similar. Ash okay. and Taylor def gonna hook up. That's what I have. Oh yeah, that you can tell the chemistry between them. It's just it's hot. It's it's happening. We're, I'm gonna get really into that in our next recap. But yeah, they oh, are. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's fiery, and I'm a little bit here for it. I, I put it. the animal party is so cute when all four of the girls like entered in their little outfits and did their little yeah. like outfits, and all the guys went nuts cheering for yeah. them. I love that. I would have ate that shit up if I was them. I'm jealous. I want to be with. I want. I want to be with them with these single guys <laughs> the energy I, is right and it's dude, there right like I, i'm like yeah. i feel the same way the way that, and you could tell the way that the guys were actually like looking at them like that was their oh, genuine they were, reaction they're like they oh were my stoked. god they lost like, it. i feel like these guys it seems like they actually appreciate the girls in the house they appreciate their beauty but also more importantly their personalities they appreciate yeah. them and I mean, goddamn, like, where's my fucking appreciation? Like, where was that? <laughs> Wait, my notes were out of order. You're right. Oh. Um, about Taylor, I wrote, feeling her flame reignite. She, she, Ash said that about Taylor. I was like, that is a freaking big statement. And then yeah. I also like how they can be weird together. I think that's super cute. And then my note right here, it says she's diving in with Taylor, period, period. Yep. Yep, Def gonna hook up. That's what like I have. Yeah, a you million tell. percent diving in all the way. This is this is my thing though. I cannot tell right now if he's genuine or not. I think that they're Same. super fun, and I love yeah. it because you know Hanya. This was his idea. She's like, I'm going balls to the wall. Like I'm gonna do exactly what he said we are coming here for, and I'm gonna be open to the experience. 
Do I think that he is a genuine person? I, I just can't tell yet. I don't know. But yeah, I love that either. they do. I love that they do joke around together and it seems like they're both into each other. I think that's great. I just hope that he's, I, I hope he's a good guy because she seems like such she needs a, a good, good guy. person. She seems like such a good person and she's so level headed. Yeah. Like, yeah, I agree. Awesome. I don't, I can't really read him either. Um, so this is so now we're diving into like LaSalle's journey. And I wrote, Trace is so smart picking up on the player vibes. I get LaSalle's is there to date all the women, but he's going mm-hmm. on a date with Trace the next day, and he shouldn't be doing and saying this shit to other women right in front of her, especially when they have a date the next day. I was here for that because I Like, I get it. Like, you want to have fun and stuff. But the fact that he was just, like, flirting and going to all the different girls and, like, Trace is just kind of, like, chilling there at the party. Yeah, I didn't like that. She's very smart. And I think she she's a perfect example of she's not a girl. She's a woman. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, a thousand percent. And I also feel like there's a difference between, like, trying to get to know the other people in the house than telling them the same exact thing. Like, yeah. you can tell Trace one thing and be open and honest with her and then go talk to all the other girls. But when you're yeah. telling them the same shit you're telling her, that's yeah. when there's a problem with it. Because that's yeah. when it's like, what are your intentions? And I'm glad that Trace picked up on it because yeah. she's clearly there for, as the of right, right now, at least the right reason. The right reason. So it's like, yeah, I feel, I, I totally like, I feel bad yeah. for her as right now. I do too. When she pulled him aside and talked to him, I wrote, Trace is a woman, like all caps. I was like, I fuck with her. That's exactly how I would have handled it. Old me wouldn't have handled it. I would have been nervous to say anything. But like if I have feelings for someone and like there, I'm starting to pick up some red flags and I'm not feeling good about something, I'm 100% just going to pull them aside and like keep it real with them. And I loved that she is confident enough in who she is and what she wants to do that. And I really fuck with her. And I think that too, a big difference is that like she wasn't drunk going up being like, no, dare you, you know, crying, all that very short, sweet to the point. Like, this is how I feel. This is what I want. What's the deal? Like, exactly. It's just like mature adult handling shit. Loved it. Because that's how you go about it in a not so overbearing way. When you come yeah. up to us and that, I mean, I felt that too with the guys that I was at the house. Some of them would come up to me so drunk being like super upset with me. And I'm like, this is turning me off a little bit because yes, I yeah. do like the attention, but I'm also like, I can't, if this is what I'm going to do with dating someone like this, no, uh, you know what flag. I mean? Like I, I it, it is a red flag, but everything she did was a green flag. Like she handled it. She through, handled like, it perfectly. Yeah. Um, the fact that Juicy and Luke can talk about anything is wild. It's very Mm -hmm. evident he's not comfortable with Iris at all. They got very vulnerable. You could tell he was being himself. He wasn't being over the top. I was like very surprised. And I think that that that's wild. I just, I don't even know what to think about it because he's been with Iris for five years, but yeah, he, you can tell he's extremely comfortable with Juicy already. Yeah. No, I got that vibe too. Yeah. I don't know. It's – that's crazy. I, we, well, they both said that they went through similar experiences. Like she mentioned something with her sister yeah. and like not having a great relationship. So I think maybe that they're trauma bonding right now. And, and like they, they – it's like a safe place for them exactly. to like – Yeah. 
Yeah, that makes sense. That's actually valid. I forgot that she had mentioned that she had some shit too. There was a a guy on my season who had like just recently lost his dad and I had lost my best friend. So we we talked about that and I ended up bringing him on a date because I wanted to like know more about not only him, but also like how he handled the situation and just like how he was able to be so strong when it took me so long to get to that point. You know what I mean? So I do think you kind of latch on to people who you've had similar experiences with. And you can learn from too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's massive. It's crazy how TI is like really does help you at times. It's wild. Yeah. Um, I think Hanya and Ash not having rules is going to be really bad really soon because they're not on the same page at all. And then one thing I wrote too is I get that they're both physical people. Okay. Like I'm a physical person. Like I like being physical. But, like, dude, it's, like, 21 days. Like, why can't either of them not be physical for 20 days? They're both acting like it's, like, they can't last literally three weeks. It's also, like, (laughs) it's beating a dead horse at this point. We heard it 75 times. We get it. You guys are fucking physical. I don't want to hear any more bullshit about me playing soccer because this season everyone has said the same thing 35 times. I'm over it. I understand you're physical. Being physical (laughs) – is not an excuse to cheat on someone unless unless you're in this experience and you're having an emotional connection and you want to whatever. But like, I can't just go out in the world and be like, well, I'm physical. So if I go on vacation for a week, I'm able to do this because I'm I'm physical. It's like, why can't we have self-control as grown adults? (laughs) I just don't understand. I just think that it's going to bite Hanya in the ass because again, like I think that Ash is on board with what he said and now it's kind of like, she's in a position where she's like, dude, I'm doing everything you said I'm able to do. That we're allowed to do. Yeah. They have no rules. They have no rules. She's allowed to. She's technically, she's not doing anything wrong. Um, And then I thought it was really cute when they were like in the kitchen, her um, Ash and Taylor, she was like, well, I would need to build a pillow wall. And immediately he's like, fucking yes. (laughs) I was like, that's the kind of energy I need about the pillow wall. Ash has these really funny just like little comments one-liners like, you are so fucking funny like I love that girl she's no I think she's yeah she's hilarious and then they have their kiss and she talking about the kiss in her confessional she was so cute she was like totally speechless you know when you have like a really good kiss and you're just like yeah. a little shook afterwards she was yeah she was definitely a little shook wait something that made me honestly die laughing was when Taylor was like yeah, so we built I uh we built a pillow wall and it reminds me of back in middle school when I would have sleepovers <laughs> with like my girlfriends. I'm thinking, who in their right mind has sleepovers <laughs> in middle school with their girlfriends? First of all, I didn't have a boyfriend. I had like boyfriends in middle school, but like what the hell? Like there ain't, there ain't no way in hell I'm having sleepovers with them. Yeah, I noticed that too. I was I feel like, like guy I feel like guy parents are so different than girl parents though, too. Like you know what I mean? Like guy parents just let their kids do whatever and girl parents are like, absolutely not. Like that would never, yeah, no. <laughs> never. Wild. I, un- I like understand what he was trying to say, but like to say middle school, I was like, oh, who's having sleepovers a- in middle school? I, I, like girl, boy, whatever. Like God girl, bless. boy sleepovers with pillow walls. Yeah, that's intense. <laughs> it's intense. Um, 
jet skiing would be so fun i do have a little like phobia of the ocean but i would still be mm. super down with that did, did you not know that about me no dude so this is okay not so yet. really quick side note story i have to say what happened so i like grew up by the ocean grew up in malibu it never was an issue like i did like junior lifeguards i freaking yeah um was at the beach all the time with my mm-hmm. family like boogie boarding everything so when i lived in hawaii I jumped off a 30-foot cliff like twice. The second time I jumped in, the way that you get out of the um, – out because you're like way down like 30 feet, there's two ways. You could either climb – and this is in Hawaii on the Big Island. You could either climb yeah. like a ladder that's literally yeah. just like this metal ladder hanging off the side of a cliff and it's like sh- going back and forth. Yeah. It's fucking terrifying, okay, up 30 feet off the side of a fucking cliff just hanging there, okay? It's not hooked to anything. Swing. <laughs> Okay. Or, or you could go into this like cave and then like climb up the rocks in the cave. So I went into the cave with my ex and his brothers and the cave started getting fucking crazy. The cave started like filling up. There's like gigantic waves. I started panicking because I couldn't stay up and I'm like a good swimmer. Okay. Yeah. His brother, like, they had to, like, push me up on a rock. Like, the waves are coming up on the rock. I'm getting sucked back down. It was a whole fucking thing. And ever since then, I legit have, like, a real phobia of the ocean. Like, it's kind of a problem, and I'm trying to conquer it. So the jet skiing, I feel, like, would be a good baby step. So I saw that, and I was like, oh, like, I would jet ski. Like, I could do that with, like, a man that I feel, like, safe with. But yeah, man, I have a phobia of the ocean. It's really unfortunate because I never used to until a few years ago. Isn't that kind of sad? I mean, that's no, that's literally terrifying. Like I could not imagine. Terrifying. Jesus, fucking sw- yeah, man. What's that castaway? Fucking swept away. Castaway. Yeah, it was. It was not ideal. That's- so I was on board with jet skiing because of that, mm. <laughs> and then Taylor and Ash are already holding hands on their date. We're on the mountaintop. And they're already holding hands. And I'm like, okay, they are moving quick. Like, I feel like holding hands with someone is a very, like, kind of vulnerable thing. Like, I I know that may sound weird, but it's, like, very, like, datey, like, cutie, boyfriend, girlfriend-y, you know? Like, holding someone's hand in public. No, I mean, that. yeah, I feel like that was something I low-key would have been, like, a little hurt by if I saw, like, holding hands, Uh, especially on, like, the first date. Like, I feel like that is kind of a big step in the, like, grand scheme of things, so – but uh, yeah, they seem like super like um like compatible right now, which is nice. Very, um, very. I think hang gliding, hang gliding would be high key terrifying, but I would also love every second of it because I feel like it would be so much fun. Like, no, I would I love would, to. Yeah, I would love to do that because I also really badly want to go skydiving, and I feel like this. Oh would be my like god, that would be like similar. a. Yeah, I would be down for hang gliding way, way more than ocean shit. Yeah. Tommy was so cute and funny when he was like hang gliding and they had the video footage. He's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> it's like you this guy. Ta- you know what? Tommy, Tommy can do no wrong. He, he, can, he can do no wrong. Honestly, Tommy, you can do no wrong. Like he's just so freaking cute. But honestly, like these dates look so fun. They look so fun. So like, fun. Very jealous. Like I would love to do this shit. Okay, so this is all I'm going to say about the Mike and Ashley situation, and then you're going to take over. I have two two notes. (laughs) The pickup lines, dot, 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 LOL. You got to give it a rest. Yeah. I was like, I feel like, again, I said this before, 
one of two things is happening here. I feel like he might be really excited about her and really yeah. nervous and his anxiety is kind of taking over. So he's not really mm-hmm. thinking straight and he's yeah. just like spewing shit or yeah. B he's a fuck boy and his game is coming to an end sooner rather than later. And I put, I also loved again, me and Ashley, we were late. I fuck with this girl. I love how she straight up just looked at him and asked him if he's playing games. And I did not love his answer at all because he literally was like, yeah, I'm playing games. He's and- like, you know, <laughs> life's a game. We're, and I was we're like, in this game of life. Whoa. Yeah. So I didn't like that. And then you could tell she's like not fucking around. She was like, um, what did he say? He was like, hate the player. Don't hate the player. And she's like, hate the game. And you could tell she was just like pissed. So yeah, yeah I don't know if it's his anxiety or – he's nervous or what, or he's just really fucking with people's feelings. I don't know what's happening. So now you take over the rest. (laughs) I mean, I, you hit the nail on the head, but like, I genuinely feel like she looks like so cringe, like annoyed and just like, it's giving like cringy vibes almost (laughs) because (laughs) it's you can tell like she's trying to be serious. She's trying to get to know him and he's just literally not taking anything seriously. And it's like, it it hits that level level of just being uncomfortable. And then you're just standing there like, I'm fucking stuck with this person who's like, not, not meeting me halfway. Like what's going on? I don't know. Like, I think that maybe I could see him being a player and maybe he's never encountered someone like Ashley who is who so keeps it straight up with him who's and he beautiful can't fuck and with. is not with the BS. Like I think that <laughs> yeah. he's kind of like met her match in a sense where like maybe it's been a maybe it's been easy for him in the past to like pick up girls by using these like cheesy corny lines and like acting yeah. like super cool. But with her, it's like she's it's a not- woman and she doesn't do that shit. She's literally like, it's not working. And you can see it on her face that she's like super annoyed. And like, he's kind of retracting and panicking being like, all right, like now I'm uncomfortable because my one form of communication, which was these douchey pickup lines isn't working. How can I have a real conversation? (laughs) And I think he's like panicking. I mean, that's the vibe I get. But it's a shame because what happened? What happened? That's what I was going to say. What happened from you being genuine and you guys were like having a real conversation on the lawn and like, she had an instant connection with you and it was all vibing. And then like the next day, like you're just like being looking like a fuck boy. Exactly. But this is <laughs> like, we have to keep in mind that when you go on these dates, like you are fucking sober and it is like you wake yeah. up super early. And now this is like a, a an all day thing where you are basically, I, I hate saying sober, but like you're sober. Whereas like when you guys, when they go to these parties and then they, they have these intense conversations, it's after a long night of drinking where you're more confident. Yeah. You feel, you feel more, you like, you, you know what I mean? And I could see where maybe on both ends, like Ashley's end too, maybe because they were drinking and stuff, she was like, Oh, I feel like this guy's like super genuine. And like his, he yeah. was probably able to be more open and felt more comfortable being open because there were drinks involved. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just assuming. And and like when you go on these dates too, not only do you not have that like courage with like having a little alcohol in your system, but you're like literally filming and with these people all day long. So maybe it's just like 
giving him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it's just like running out of things to say, like nerves running out of stuff to say. And it just like, didn't, it didn't go well, you know? Yeah. I would say more than anything, it probably is nerves because it's the first time that you are like actually alone with this person. And then you have like four cameramen around you and like a producer yeah. standing there. It's just a very, no, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. So I will say it probably was nerves, but like that shit was so awkward. Like, I'm not yeah, we, that. it was a very awkward. Like, and it was, kind, and I would say a red flag. <laughs> the first red flag for Mike. Yeah. <laughs> that situation. I, I think so as well. And I, it goes back to what like LaSalle's was saying about if you come on too strong, she's going to get turned off. And we literally saw it like that. Like you yeah. can tell in her face, she was like, Okay. Yeah, because like she's looking for something real. Exactly. Oh, I don't know. Um. Okay. So thank you for taking over that. Yeah, um, I got you, girl. So then, let's I will, also, see. I'm not trying to be too mean or too judgmental. I'm just like, we've all no, we, we've not been at all. through it. We've been through it. So like, I'm just gonna call it how I see it. I know Casey is the same way. Um, it's not like in a in a like malicious. Uh, I don't mean no. And one thing that I'll say too is like getting nervous and not acting like yourself is like totally normal. And I'm not saying that this happened with Mike. We're like totally speculating and guessing right now. But I'll say like with me, like one thing that happened to me is I was like really on for like, I killed it in like all my interviews for the show because I was comfortable. I was with Evan. I was like doing my thing. The second I started actually filming the show, the first three days of filming, I was so awkward. That's what a lot of people don't really know about me because I seem so like outgoing and social and bubbly. I have like such bad social anxiety Mm -hmm. and I'm very good at covering it up. So the first three days of filming, I was so awkward. The second they turned my mic on and put me in front of a camera, I was a I was a fool. Okay. For like three days until I finally warmed up and like got to know like the camera guys and the mic guys. And I kind of got to know everyone. And then I wasn't like painfully shy and like socially awkward. So I, if that happened, I get that. (laughs) Like exactly. It's a a real thing. It's a difficult experience for everyone involved for sure. And that's why I'm hoping that that was the case. And I, and that is not, a douche. I hope that that's not real life. Like you're going up to girls in the bar, like life's a yeah. game. We're all players. Like, whoa, don't. Yeah. Don't, if don't you're a player, <laughs> if you're a player, I'm the coach. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> yeah, you liked that. Okay. So, <laughs> so LaSalle's and Trace, they're on their date and him telling her, looking into her eyeballs and saying Trace is what he needs. What happened to Ashley in your seven-year relationship? Like that kind of blew my mind. Like that's a big, big statement to say on a first date with a girl you met 72 hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. That that one, I wrote the same thing. I said connection right away. I never had a connection that quick in my life. (laughs) let alone 72 yeah wow yeah dude like that was that's a big statement like you're what I need that means something that's saying that something is lacking with Ashley and you just not like that's fucked up yeah I didn't like that so it's also like with Trace too there's so many people that could get hurt if you use the wrong yeah if you're trying to tell people what they want to hear like they're other like 
other people are going to get hurt, the people that are involved. And I really just, I, Trey seems very genuine. I don't want to see her get hurt either. I don't want to see Ashley or LaSalle's get hurt, but then there's Trace as well. No, I've, I'm worried clearly, for Trace. Yeah. Um, she's clearly very involved. Out of all the singles on both sides, I mean, Taylor and Ash have a connection, but it's not like, this is emotional. And oh, yeah, you can tell. I think, I think out of all the connections, there seems like the most like serious yeah and real thus far so i'm like praying that i don't know he either needs to pump the brakes or he needs to go full throttle and actually like follow what his gut is telling him and yeah you know what i mean i don't know how to yeah no you know i what i'm I, trying to say a hundred percent and i'm just i don't know what to think about him because i was like really on board with ashley and lascelles and now i'm like i don't know what to think um, all I wrote for about Jillian and Tommy, they seem to be having a really, really good date. They seem very yep. comfortable with each other. The conversation seems easy flowing. Um, yep. yeah, like they just, they seem like they have a good connection. Honestly, I like it. Yeah. No, and I then completely I wrote, agree. they're cute. Right. They're like, cute. I think they're cute. Yeah. Um, Marissa and Edgar, they just seem so innocent and pure. I was like, they're just like cute. They're just having like a good time. Like, I don't know. They just like, and it, it's so weird because I keep having to remind myself that he literally cheated on his girlfriend because he just comes off so innocent. It's always the innocent ones. Let me right? tell you that. It's always the ones that everyone feels bad for that end up being the dogs. But hopefully, um, hopefully he's changed and come around right. from that but yeah I, I mean I agree it's like every time I see him I forget that there was a history of cheating yeah and it's like yeah every time I have to keep reminding myself um, I want to know I want to know the context of the cheating though I feel like there's a lot with those two we just don't know I think that no I think it's gonna come of, out I think I hope it does because right now it just seems like there's a lot of blaming on yeah. both ends so I'm like I don't know it's like ping pong it's going back and forth I don't really know what like what actually went down like yeah I'm not saying that cheating is excusable it's not but I also feel like we're gonna find out more I think on- we'll understand th- their dynamic a lot more if we knew details exactly thousand percent oh I just wanted to talk about Iris and Luke states really quick oh I thought um Luke and Juicy on their date. I forget how it came up, mm-hmm. but I wrote down masking trauma with comedy is such a real thing. I forget what exactly they said that made me write that down. Mm-hmm. But I think it, if Luke is doing that, like I relate to that. So I get that. And I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what to think about him because there's times where I like feel bad for him and I like understand him, but then there's times where I'm just like, what the hell? And then George, um, George and Iris on their date. Again, I'm such a fan of this guy. They're talking about like real life shit and he's yeah. making it like such a safe place for her to express herself. And it's just like amazing to see, like he's making her very at ease, which is such a big deal. And such a green flag. And I'm just, again, I'm such a fan of him. And then Iris in her, um, in her 
confessional afterwards, she literally says he embodies the quality she wants in a future husband. Like that's a direct yeah. quote. Wow. I was like, okay, well, if you're saying that about this guy you just met, I think Luke obviously does not embody the qualities you want in a future husband. I mean, they seem like, yeah, George and Luke seem like polar opposites. So I'm just, yeah. I mean, that seems and Mar- like an, an answer in itself. Right? An answer in itself. That is the best way to say it. And then I just wrote, Marissa seems genuinely smitten with Edgar. I think we we pan back to their date. She does. I think she's very like into him, right? Marissa was the one that went with Edgar. Yes. And then Juicy was with Luke. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Okay. First bonfire. So we're, we're getting a little long you guys, but we're almost done. But first bonfire. So I wanted to talk really quick, very briefly Let's talk about what a first bonfire is, bonfire is like. The music, how it's at nighttime, getting in the Escalade, the walk-in. It the is anxiety. The anxiety. First of all, our bonfire is like, I want to, everyone needs to understand this. When Mark walks in and he's like, hey guys, I don't mean to interrupt, but there's going to be a bonfire tonight. Like he's telling us this at like 1 p.m., yeah. We don't have a bonfire until literally 10 p.m. and 10 then o'clock it, at night. and then it goes until All through 12, the night. And then the boys will pick up from like 12 to like 2 a.m. Like 2 a.m. And then you yeah. rotate. And then each time you rotate. So then there are times where yeah. our us girls are going to a bonfire at one in the morning. Yeah. And then we're just like the walkouts, you're doing it 45 times, the, like everything. Oh my when God. It, it takes like forever. Driving around in the Escalade, getting out of the Escalade. Everyone's quiet. There's like tension in the air. The freaking fire. They're lighting that shit. You're walking down a crazy hallway. Everyone's quiet. You're serious. It is honestly the most nerve wracking thing I've ever done in my life. Like nothing tops it. Like nothing. it is it is so crazy that whole experience. So watching it, I was like, "Oh, first bonfire!" You know, they're all shit in their pants, dude. The anxiety is like literally through the roof. The like roof you, through the roof. Honestly, it's a feeling. I yeah, I probably will never feel again. Like you'll that never shit. feel it again. I've never felt it again, and I suffer from an anxiety disorder. Yeah, that shit. Like, no, like that shit was crazy. That shit, that was, shit crazy. was crazy. Um. And then one thing I said is the seat placement where they seat you, you can typically tell who's going to have the worst clip. So it's whoever's like normally like bottom right closest to the screen is going to have the worst clip. I was always in that seat. You're like, you're you're like, I know from firsthand experience. (laughs) That was my seat. Like they should have just put my name on it. (laughs) Fucking label it. Because they want to be like that person's like closest. So I noticed that because Hanya was in that seat and he had the worst one. So I was like, my theory is not wrong. The hot seat. Um, okay. So the only people's bonfires that we saw for this episode was Luke and Edgar. After Luke saw his clip, to be honest, I don't even remember what his clip was. Do you remember what he saw? I don't. I don't think it's relevant. I feel like it was Iris and George talking in the kitchen and her being like, and him being like, you're the most most beautiful girl here or something like that. They were talking about, Yeah. she brought up how Luke was talking to other people. And because Luke was like, you know, this is the same pattern I'm always hearing and I don't know why I do it. Yeah. So this is what I wrote about this. And again, Luke, I'm sorry. You're just not coming off super great. I wrote, 
<laughs> I wrote, wow, it just got so sunny. Um, I wrote, Luke makes zero fucking sense. If you are constantly disrespecting and cheating on your girlfriend every few months and are now blaming her for your behavior, Mm -hmm. not only are you a cheater and the problem, but you definitely don't love her. You know what? Yeah, because let's get this straight. If you are texting someone else, you're cheating. That's cheating. If I'm dating you and you are texting someone else, especially someone you used to like talk to or hook up with, it's cheating. It is cheating. Thank you. Thank you. That shit is cheating. That's a hundred percent cheating. So yeah, dude, no, like, so yeah, I get it. It's annoying that she keeps bringing it up. Well, guess what? Stop fucking doing it. Yeah, like uh, I'm sure it's annoying for her to constantly have to fucking mother you into not texting (laughs) other fucking girls, bro. Like what? Honestly. So, so yeah, that's really all I had to say about that is he just, he's projecting everything onto her and it's just, it's, I can't, I can't with it. He's killing me slowly. I mean, and again, it's like, we only see the serious side of him when it like is being forced to come out like you know yeah. what I mean like it, it's like again like Mark has to kind of like deep dive and then he's finally showing a sign of like maturity and like emotion but you can't I understand there's different coping mechanisms because like some I mean I've used I still use certain ones but like there comes a point where it's like you have to like you you can't always mask your emotions with like other things. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. It's dude. just it's kind of one of those things where it's like you. There comes a point in time where I don't know. You kind of got to grow up. Yeah, and it's been time. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so Edgar watches his clip. And okay. He definitely, I- <laughs> he definitely died a little inside hearing about the promise ring. Mark's little smile after, I'm just like, Mark, keep it together, my guy. <laughs> literally, I, I have to say that Edgar fucking drops a bomb on all of us. Like, it went, it went, it went from literally, like, not that serious to, well, you have no yeah. idea what my girlfriend was doing behind my back. She was texting other people. Uh, I'm like, what? <laughs> Whoa, Edgar, where did that come from, bro? <laughs> Whoa, Edgar, she said. Um, like, literally, yeah. my, my jaw dropped because I was not expecting that. Like, it went from it went from Edgar cheated on me, and I'm thinking, you know, this, this guy needs to get his shit together. He's yeah. a cheater, poor Jillian. And then all of a sudden, he's at this bonfire, and he's seeing all this. And it went from him, like, defending Jillian to all of a sudden, like, you know what, bitch? Let me just drop this bomb on you. You did all yeah. this too. And I'm like, whoa, where yeah. did that come from? Honestly, because I think he he's he's holding shit in. I don't know, but this is what I wrote about them, okay? Because I just think there's a lot more like like we said earlier in this episode. I think as time goes on, more and more is going to come out about Jillian and Edgar because we Mm -hmm. do not know the whole story. It is very evident, especially after this bonfire and his reaction. Yeah. I wrote, he literally has no words at all. Like he was speechless. And I really felt for him in that moment because you could tell he was like genuinely like shocked to like see what he saw. And even though as like an outsider point of view, it didn't seem like that clip was like that big of a deal for him. It it fucking broke the dude. Like you can tell. And all the boys like patting him and like helping him out was like very cute. 
But yeah, just like you said, dropping the bomb, explicit messages with her ex for months. So it's not even just texting. It's explicit, which makes me think, was it sexting? Was it photos? Like, what was it? Okay. Like, for months and then he, too. For months. And like he's saying what is happening. Like I feel like I don't know her. Like I just – there has to be more to this story because nothing is adding up. And I just – I think they're doomed. I said that I, in the last episode. That I just don't see how any how they're going to recover from any of this. I feel like it's going to continue to go downhill and we're going to continue to find out what, what really happened back in Florida. where That's yeah. where they're from, right? I think. It just seems yeah. very like – tit for tat like I just I feel like it's like things are just gonna keep like unraveling with them because from my impression right now it seems like Edgar saw something he didn't want to see and then kind of like unleashed like all the negative things that she's done yeah and my fear is that she's gonna see it and then do the same I think it's just gonna keep unraveling like Gonna it's keep gonna trying to get back at each back other. Back at each other. Like, well, you know what? Like, if yeah. she says I did that, well, guess what? She did this. And then it's gonna be like, well, I did this because he did that. Like, it just seems very, like, again, it's gonna t- snowball. T- snowballing. And I do feel like, honestly, I feel like with every couple, there's just so much more to find out about. But, like, I don't know, these two, it seems like right now, it's more like, how can I make myself look better? Than my partner. Then my yeah, that's why I think there a lot more happened between them than what they're both saying, and yeah. they, I think they're both have been holding it in and protecting each other, each and other. and now they're not going to be protecting each other and anymore. I, I think that they're doing it because they're scared that their side of the story is going to come out. Like I think that they yeah. both are like, I know if I say this is what happened, you know, the other person's going to come back and say what I did, and I don't want to like, you know, I don't want to exploit myself but at the same time I want to defend myself like it's just a very it seems a little messy right now oh yeah 100% so that's where we ended you guys Mm -hmm. that's where we ended with season four episode two any final thoughts before we close out today I mean they always end that shit like like just absolutely ridiculous back in Back in the day, did your season end and then immediately Law and Order started with the dun dun? Yep. Now it's court. Now it's courtship. Courtship. Oh I my think. god, it was so funny. That shit like triggered the hell out of me every time I heard the dun dun. And I'm pretty sure it would, be like, it would be like playing all the way up until, and then it'd be like the random episode of ours, and then like it would take over again. Law and Order. Right. <laughs> all uh, I'm saying is, my final thoughts are. When Edgar went from speechless, like truly like trembling crap. First of all, I, I felt for him too. Like, honestly, like I, as an yeah. empath, <laughs> that's like- How could me- you not? The yeah. dude was like really going through it. No, you it was- t- Yeah. It was very sad, but I just was not expecting him to the go word from vomit. like radio silence to, well, you know what? <laughs> She did all this. I just snapped. I was like, whoa. I was about to change it. I was about to be like, all right, well, this episode's over. Oh, oh, wait, hold up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no. Shit. Yeah. Oh, he, man. Yeah. No, they, I think everyone was a tad, a tad surprised. Yeah. I just, I random, I just love how my voice sounds in this mic. Doesn't it sound like our voices just sound like sexy? No, because don't, don't be saying our voices. You know, mine's <laughs> echoey. <laughs> 
Yours will sound sexy. See, it sounds like a it sounds like a sex like phone line. Like mine, mine sounds 1-800. like mine sounds like I'm in the bottom of a well. <laughs> mine is a sex line, and you're in, you're in the ring well. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. About to crawl out and just haunt everyone. Just ruin everyone's lives. <laughs> Okay, uh, you guys, today was fun. Yes. Um, again, please go follow our Instagram at It's Tempting Pod. If you guys have any questions, concerns, mm-hmm. want us to sponsor us, want to be a guest, it's tom- it's temptingpod at gmail.com. Yes. Our website is our link in our bio. Please donate if you can't. Like, follow, share. Yes. Anything helps. And I think yeah. that's it for yeah, today. Please, we love you all. Thank you so much for the support. Uh, again, not only are we doing this for us, but we are mostly, most importantly, doing it for you guys because we really want you to enjoy this and we want to be able to answer any questions you have. So thank you again. And that is today's episode of It's Tempting Pod with Casey. <laughs> and Aaron. <laughs> Bye.